Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. What's the longest you've ever spent on hold? <laughs> Adam sent me a note out of Colorado from 9news.com. Woman who spent 11 days on hold finally gets unemployment benefits. And the benefits total about $10,000, so it's a good thing she stuck it out, but 11 days on hold is a bit much. She lost her job back in May, and she didn't get her unemployment benefits until mid-November. She called dozens of times, and uh, according to her math, she spent 11 days on hold. She's from Thornton, Colorado. She spent 278 hours on hold waiting for answers about her Colorado unemployment benefits, which she finally received in mid-November, more than five months after losing her job. Now, remember in the good old days, you had to stand in line, an unemployment line. You'd often hear that phrase, unemployment line. And uh, I remember there being an unemployment office a couple blocks from one of the places I used to work at in Royal Oak, Michigan. And there would often be lines coming out the door and around the block from that place. So I guess sitting on hold is easier than standing in line, but still it's one of those things. Uh, She said she checked her bank account shortly after Nine News reported on her situation, and she found the payment. Now, that one to me makes me wonder, because a lot of businesses will jump when news organizations get involved. But would a state agency care? And it may have been a coincidence, or it may have been, because Nine News got involved Uh, But she said, I was just like, hallelujah, praise God. I literally ran through the house doing a dance. (laughs) She had called the Colorado Department of Labor and Employment dozens of times, but only spoke to a customer service representative about five times. She said she was stuck on a program integrity hold with no understanding of how to remedy it. She's not alone. For months, Nine News has covered stories of people like her who the state labor department have left in limbo after starting a new fraud detection system. And I can tell you that in Michigan, and I think I did a few stories on this, Michigan also put in a program, an algorithm, some kind of thing. It was not a human. It was some kind of thing in the computers. They would look for certain patterns and indicators and flags, and it might flag activities being fraudulent. And apparently, they set it up so that it not only spot things like that, but it would act on them without human oversight, meaning that the algorithm or the computer would just kick out the letter to you saying, uh, we've determined what you're doing here is fraudulent. And people would get a notice saying, you've got to return all this money plus pay a fine. And when the people said, no, I didn't do anything fraudulent, it became a nightmare uh, trying to get that straightened out. And so people pointed out that perhaps you should have a human someplace in there beyond just programming this. So in other words, When it flags something as suspicious, maybe a human should then look at it to determine whether, in fact, it's suspicious, because some of the things that were flagged were inappropriate, meaning that they shouldn't have been flagged. Uh, The woman speaking here says, it's absolutely ridiculous. I just don't know what else to do anymore. She exhausted her savings and had begun dipping into her 401k to pay her bills as she searched for work. So she's looking for work, but she couldn't find it. She described waking up in the middle of the night afraid of how she would make ends meet. The day the state finally paid her, she said she slept 12 hours. <laughs> the sleep of the just. That night, I slept the best I slept in months, she said. But Craig expressed concerns for others who are still stuck without payment after months waiting for the CDLE. That's the name of the organization, the uh, agency. They're not being good stewards of the money, she said. 
In a statement earlier in November, the department said it moved resources around to help claimants experience and to give additional training to call center representatives to quickly identify program integrity holds and send them to newly trained workers for review. And so I would guess that any business or entity that has a system like this has got to have an ability to go in and go, what's the average length of a phone call here? And what's the average length of time spent on hold? And if you discover there are people on hold for hundreds of hours, you might go, hmm, maybe we need to look at that. So the director of Colorado's Division of Unemployment Insurance said, we anticipate that most issues to be cleared within a week of claimants contacting us unless there are risk factors that require additional investigation. So they anticipate, they hope, they plan, they, they desire <laughs> issues to be cleared within a week of contact. These recent adjustments have rebalanced and stabilized the system to work as originally anticipated, allowing us to I- stop identity theft claims in their tracks while trying to minimize the impact to innocent victims of identity theft. So apparently, they're saying one of the biggest problems they've got is identity theft. People calling up going, hey, I'm John Smith, I'm unemployed, when that's not my name. Okay, trying to get some money. So the woman here said she's still looking for a job in marketing and is considering starting out on her own after months without luck finding work. So she might start her own business doing some kind of marketing. And um, that might be just a necessity because you can't find work anyplace else. And uh, But the crazy part is the length of time on hold. And I'm trying to think about the last few times that I've called someplace and I can tell you that, that if you start paying attention to this, it becomes painfully obvious. Anytime you call somebody where they can get your money, they'll take that, fall, that, that call really, really quick. Anytime you call to complain, hmm, not so fast. And it can be the same company. So, for example, I'll give you an example. If you order cable or satellite or whatever it might be, some kind of entertainment system that will end up putting something on the screen of your big screen television. (laughs) So you want to get programming, channels of programming, okay? When you call them and say, I would like to sign up, you will get somebody on the phone so fast, it'll blow your mind. And now, don't get me wrong, you might still be speaking to somebody on the other side of the planet who speaks almost no English, but, but you will get someone on the phone who wants to sell you something because it's in their best interest to make that phone call happen quickly. The sooner they sign you up, the sooner they get your money. Okay. Wait about a month. And once it's been installed and suddenly you've got a problem. Okay. Then go to their website, find their phone number and call them and say, I need customer service. And that phone call might wind up being the 11 days on hold story. Okay. And I've noticed that, and I can tell you, and this is just a weird coincidence type thing, but in the last six years, I've had three different providers of these services. Two of them came down from the sky, (laughs) and one of them came in through a cable into the house. In all three instances, I noticed the exact same phenomenon. That is, when I called to get the service, oh, they jump. When I called later to straighten something else out, I was on hold. Now, you understand that it's the same company. The phones are phones. And so somebody running the company has made the corporate decision, 
we will assign this many people to troubleshooting and this many people to sales. That's where we make our money. Now, on the one hand, I can follow the logic of that. But on the other hand, I would say, but you understand that by skimping over here, you're giving people a bad customer service experience. And they may have done the math. I don't know, but they may have said, well, yeah, we discovered that we can go and leave you on hold for an hour and you probably won't leave. You probably won't change, you know, businesses. But I can tell you the reason I've had the three different services in the last six years is that I had a bad experience and then I had a bad experience. And right now I'm waiting to see how this experience is. <laughs> so I'm fascinated by these kinds of things because as a consumer protection attorney, I'm often hearing people complain about problems they've got with merchants or sellers of goods and services. And so I've become just kind of like a student of these things and study them. And this is something that, I, like I said, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. If you could take a snapshot of one of these companies and say, how many people are there who answer the phones in this department and how many that answer them in this department? Sales will outnumber service. And I don't know if it's 5 to 1, 10 to 1 or what it is, but it will be. And that's the only explanation unless the service is so bad that despite the fact they've got a lot of call answerers, the calls still take forever to get to. That's possible too, but I have to imagine that's probably not it. They probably just go, okay, we can allocate so much money to people to answer the phone. Do we split it down the middle? No. Make three quarters of them sales and one quarter of them customer service. So as far as the unemployment benefits office goes, um, there it's a government agency that is overworked, understaffed, and quite possibly underfunded. And so somebody needs to look at that, and that would be a person in government, and say, you know, obviously we're not a, you know, a profit-making organization here, but we do need to look at, quote-unquote, customer service. Because, you know, your taxpayers uh, pay for that organization to exist, and the money for the unemployment comes from unemployment insurance and so on, and so there is money to be handed out. Someone's got to handle that, and it should be handled in a way it doesn't involve you being on hold for 11 days <laughs> to get your benefits. So I salute the woman for sticking it out for 11 days. But Adam, thanks for sending that from 9news.com. Woman who spent 11 days on hold finally gets her unemployment benefits, totaling about $10,000. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. I rant, therefore I am.